Hello everybody, welcome again to Atlanta Discuss. My name remains Ade Balogun. Today we're going to be discussing the 3.5 trillion reconciliation and the infrastructure bill. The content, and we want to find out if it's going to be passed into law. Because everybody has been waiting, there's a lot of anxiety out there. So we're going to go through the bill, look at what it entails and what next. These are eight episodes in the series. As you all know, at Atlantic Discourse, we embrace humanity to disseminate positive news in a world filled with very bad news. We give a voice to the unheard. We balance the information equation. Discuss the facts wherever it leads to, combining the best of all races to get the best out of mankind, serving as a bridge between the developed and the developing world, embracing art, sport, politics, IT, and faith-based issues, and we never run away from the fact. Like I said earlier on, we're going to be talking about the 3.5 million reconciliation and infrastructure bill. There are two separate bills, actually, So, and I want to know the C-TREP, where it is, and most importantly, will it become law and what each of the bills entails. So the Senate, I think, passed a, a massive bipartisan infrastructure bill, you know, earlier in the uh, in August. Yeah. So what, what, what we will do right now is we'll first look at the infrastructure bill before we go to the reconciliation. So in total, the deal that the Senate passed for the infrastructure bill includes uh, $550 billion in new federal investment in American infrastructure over the next five years. That's a lot, you know, and the total number of pages for the bill is about 2,700 pages and all. So, I mean, we can't do that, but I'm going to break it down one by one. So, like I just said, the deal includes a $550 billion in new federal investment in American infrastructure over the next five years. However, the package will add $256 billion to the deficit over the next 10 years. That's what probably one of the reasons why the Republicans are still grumbling, but they passed it anyway. The Congressional Budget Office said in a report, the bill must be approved by the House before it can be said to the President. So that they, I know they're working on that already, so that's likely to happen. So the package is far short of the $2.25 trillion proposal that uh, President Biden unveiled in March. Uh, that well, they still got a fragment of what they want, known as the America Job Plan, which is what is in the $3.5 trillion. So meaning that everything that is not in this one, that President Biden added it to the reconciliation bill. That is known as the America Job Plan, including money for roads, bridges, and public transportation. But it drew criticism from many Republicans, you know, who are for making investment in areas not traditionally considered as infrastructure. So that's why the 225 uh, tag there was reduced even though they agree and that's bipartisan such as caregiving for aging americans and uh, the workforce in training now here's what we know so far about the latest version of the agreement so according to the cbo report an updated fact uh, fact sheet provided by the white house as well as the bill text that's a summary of about 57 pages we're not going to read all the 57 pages but i'm going to pick them one by one now infrastructure bill first line funding for roads and bridges the deal calls for investment of about 110 billion for roads bridges and major infrastructures you know this projects a lot of the structures within the road and bridges sector in america are really derelict and dilapidated so that explained that so according to the summary that's about the same amount agreed to in a bipartisan bill in june but significantly less than the 159 billion that biden uh 
requested in the America job plan, you know, so it's a bit lower than what the president asked for, but they still got something. Included is also the 40 billion for bridge repair, replacement and rehabilitation. According to the bill text, the White House said it will be single largest dedicated bridge investment since the construction of the interstate highway, which was uh, in 1950. So between 1950 and now, nothing has been this big. So the bill is very, very important. The deal also contains 16 billion for major projects that will be too large or complex for traditional funding program, according to the White House. So some 20% or 173,000 miles of nation's highway and major roads are in poor condition. I said earlier on, as uh, we have 45,000 bridges, they're also in very bad state. So that explains why they're voting so much money on it. The investment will focus on climate change, mitigation, resilience, equity, and safety for all users, including cyclists and pedestrians. Also included in the package is the 11 billion for transportation safety, including a program to help states and localities reduce crashes and fatalities, especially of cyclists and pedestrians. According to the White House, it would direct funding to highway, trucks, and pipeline, hazardous material safety, etc., etc. Okay. And it contains $1 billion to reconnect communities, disproportionately black neighborhoods that were divided by highways and other infrastructures, according to the White House. It will afford planning, design, demolition, and reconstruction of street grids, parks, or other infrastructure. So, money for transit rail is another area. The, the package will provide $39 billion to modernize public transport, according to the bill text. Uh... That's less than the $49 billion contained in the earlier bipartisan deal and the $85 billion that Biden initially wanted to invest in modernizing transit system and help them to expand to meet the rider demand. So the funds will repair, upgrade existing infrastructure, make stations accessible to all users, bring transit users to new communities and modernize rail and bus fleet, including replacing thousands of vehicles with zero emission models, according to the White House. The deal will also invest $66 billion in passenger and freight rail, according to the uh, bill. The funds will eliminate Amtrak maintenance backlog, modernize the Northeast Corridor Line, and bring rail service to areas uh, outside the Northeast Mid-Atlantic region, according to the White House. So, these are clearly very laudable projects. Included in the package is the $12 billion in partnership grant for intercity rail services, including high-speed rail. The funding is the same thing as uh, what we have in the bipartisan framework, but less than the $80 billion Biden originally wanted to send to Amtrak, which he relied upon for decades to get home from Delaware. So that project is clearly there to the president's heart. It will be the largest federal investment in public transport in history and in passenger rail since the creation of Amtrak 50 years ago, according to the White House. Broadband upgrade. The bill will provide $65 million investment in improving nation's broadband infrastructure, according to the bill text. Uh, Biden initially wanted to invest $100 billion in broadband, but, well, he got $65 billion. It also aims to help lower the price of house, uh, the household pay on internet service by requiring federal funding recipients to offer a low-cost affordable plan by creating price transparency and by boosting competition in areas where existing providers aren't providing adequate services. It will also create a permanent federal program to help more low-income households access the internet. 
these are all what the White House is working towards. So, well, this is going to happen clearly. Upgrading airports, ports, and waterways, the deal will invest 17 billion in port infrastructure, 25 billion in airports to address repairs and maintenance backlog, reduce congestion, emission near ports and airports, promote electrification, and other low carbon technologies, according to the White House. Also, so this is clearly something that is there to them. But we're watching. Also, electric vehicle. The, vehicle, uh, the bill will provide 7.5 billion of zero and low emission buses and ferries, aiming to deliver 1,000 electric school buses to districts across the country, according to the White House. Also, so now we have another 7.5 billion will go into building a nation network of plug-in electric uh, vehicle chargers, according to the bill tech. So that's a lot of progress. Improving water and water system, the bill will invest $65 billion to rebuild the electric gi- gi- uh, grid of America, the entire grid. It calls for building thousands of miles of new power lines and expanding renewable energy. It will provide $55 billion to upgrade water infrastructure, according to the bill. It will replace leak service lines and pipes so that communities can have access to clean drinking water. So another $50 billion will go towards making the system more resilient. Environmental remediation. The bill will provide 21 billion to clean up Superfund Brownfield site and reclaim abandoned mine lands, cap orphan gas well, and uh, you know they, it's just an environmental project in that area. So 21 billion is going strictly to the environment. So how does Congress plan to pray for this? So the the bottom line is that legislation would directly add roughly 350 billion to the deficit. When taking into account 90 billion of spending in new contract authority, you know, according to that's what Mark Goldwyn said, he's a senior vice president at the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget. So a lot of it will be paid for from from true debt. A lot of it will be paid for by tax. So, but I'll go into who is paying for what and how later. So quickly, let's go to the 3.5 uh, reconciliation. I just broke down what's happening on the infrastructure bill so on the reconciliation as of this week two top democrats said they are pushing forward with the president joe biden sweeping safety net expansion you know uh, the house committee circulate legislative text this week there'll be hearing so they're moving forward we do know that uh, senator cinema and Manchin have complained about the 3.5 million as too high but Schumer is navigating demands by Manchin as well as uh, cinema you know, he said, and I'm quoting him, to reduce the price tag that Democrats set at a maximum of 3.5 million in a budget resolution is not acceptable. There are some in my caucus who believe 3.5 million, 3.5 trillion is too much, and there are some in my caucus who believe it's too little. Schumer said, we're going to work very hard to have unity because unity, we are not going to, we, we are not going to get anything without unity. That's true because this budget needs every single uh, Democrat on board. Nancy Pelosi on Wednesday said the house is moving forward 3.5 billion. So clearly, the two strategic people involved in this are moving forward with it. That's Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. So, but she left open Nancy Pelosi. She left open the possibility of a lower price tag before the bill becomes law, you know, while promising we'll get the job done with a great bill that honors Joe Biden's vision. That's what Pelosi said. We have our negotiation, she said, and uh, when asked by, I think NBC News asked if the House could pass the bill at a lower amount, I don't know what the amount will be. We are, we are, we are marking a $3.5 trillion. We will pay for more than half. 
So that means that the fear of those against it is that they, they don't want more borrowing. So she's saying that whatever happens, more than half of that amount will be paid for. So the remark by Schumer and Pelosi clearly points to a complicated balancing act facing a broad range of opinion from centrist lawmakers, skeptical of the price tag. So, but the progressives are complaining too that 3.5 million might just be too small. So, they are betting Manchin can ultimately be won over on substance or package. Lawmakers and committees are keeping options open in the case price tags need to be cut. For instance, they are privately discussing uh, setting more provision to expire sooner. So, that will push Machine and Cinema, you know, to, to agree to their demand. Having said that, Machine has been somewhat vague in his demand, so no, there's no too much clarity from him. He has not specified what price tag he will support or what provision of, of the imagined bill he wants cut. His office did not have comment when uh, they were asked, because I've even made an attempt to ask them, some, but there's no response here. So a close source to Joe Machine said is a big proponent of targeting benefits on the basis of income and capping them so the money reaches people who need it the most. So maybe that's what he wants. Principles he believes are critical for democratic proposals on community college subsidies and home-based care provision for disabled and elderly. Manchin also has issues with the climate change proposal in the legislation, the source said. So this, these are sources, but you know in America sometimes these sources are an indirect way of passing out what they once said. The chairman of the Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee, that's Joe Manchin, you know, has major influence over the climate provision, so it's relevant, so he knows why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah, his committee was instructed to write legislation costing $198 billion for clean electric payment program, consumer rebates to weatherize and electrify homes, creation of uh, financing or domestic manufacturing of clean energy and auto supply chain technologies and climate research. So he's clearly on the driving seat in that area because he chairs that committee. He's not opposed to the overall bill. The source said he's going to shape the bill to what he feels is closer to the needs. People shouldn't read into it more than that anyway, you know. So, but the budget chair, that's Bernie Sanders of Vermont, you know, popular Bernie Sanders, who is a progressive, you know, he leads the progressive caucus in uh, the Senate. I said that if the safety net package does not pass the $550 billion bipartisan infrastructure package, which Manchin co-wrote, then that will also fail. He told reporters that $3.5 trillion level was too low. You see that I said that earlier. Left to people like Bernie Sanders should be $6 trillion. So, to my mind, this bill, that $3.5 trillion is already the result of a major com major compromise, you know. That's what that's what uh, Sanders is saying now. So, if, if the 3.5 is already low. Pelosi thinks same too because she's trying to create a balance. So, we have to talk about uh, what does it take? Where would you cut? She asks. That's what Pelosi is saying. Where are we going to make amendments? But I think they'll reach a conclusion. So on Thursday, the House Committee on Ways and Means, Education Labor, will hold hearing. That's uh, yesterday. They've already held that. So we're waiting. They are pressed for time. But the minority leader, that's Mitch McConnell in the Senate, on Wednesday, he said he hopes Machin and Cinema, that's Senator Joe Machin and Kirsten Cinema, both of uh, West uh, Virginia and uh, Arizona, will dig in their heels against some of the tax increases. Democrats are, you know, he doesn't, he, they just don't want to increase tax. That's the biggest problem of the Republican, you know. So now 
either of them will kill the whole bill. That's what uh, McConnell is saying, that either Kirsten Cinema or McConnell could kill the bill. I don't expect that to happen. It's, it's not too positive to... Either one of them could make dramatic changes in it. That could happen, or either one of them could basically make a few cosmetic changes and throw in the towel. So, clearly, McConnell is praying that Kirsten Cinema or Joe Machine makes that bill fail. Personally, I don't think that's going to happen. I think... Uh, they're going to gag, uh, the Democrats are going to gag uh, machine and cinema. They, they don't have a lot to bargain with, you know. But Democrats in Congress are pushing ahead with a sweeping 3.5 uh, trillion bill anyway. So we have to, we have to, we, we have to believe it's going to work. So I think it will. I think they will pass it. So, so far, Let's see. Party leaders are open to use the annual budget process to push through the massive broadening of the nation's social safety net and vision. So that means they're going to do it. That's I'm reading what CNN said. So that means they're going to do it. So unlike the Democrats' infrastructure package, which was passed by 69 votes in the Senate and is currently awaiting votes in the House, the budget plan is unlikely to gain bipartisan backing. Yeah, but that's a reconciliation bill. So you just need uh, 51 people. So the vice president will be the 51st person to to support that. So that will fly. But of course, that is uh, subject to Joe Machin and Kirsten Cinema agreeing to that. So we have to look at what really is in that bill. The initial Senate uh, resolution provides recommendation from the Senate Budget Committee to other committees, which is a process. So the bill itself has to be written and the elements of it will likely be modified. So let's wait. But I'm predicting that it's going to pass. So Now, what are, what do we really have in the in the 2.5 trillion reconciliation bill? Yeah, that's a lot there for DACA and farm workers so that they can have a right, US, become US resident. You know, so that they've not fleshed out, they've not uh, broken down how it's going to work. But the reconciliation bill, the law permits to accommodate DACA and farm workers. So strictly DACA, these are children that were brought to America when they were young, you know. So the argument has been on. I have not seen anybody against it so far, you know. Even despite the fact that Kirsten Cinema and Joe Machin have been, been making so much noise, they're not against this. So I think that will work. The farm workers, if you worked on a farm, they're saying maybe three or four months in a year, you might be entitled to be a U.S. resident via that reconciliation bill. Brother support for families. This was not included in the infrastructure bill, so that's why they added it to to the reconciliation of 3.5 trillion. The resolution calls for multiple measures that were contained in the 1.8 trillion America Family Proposal, the one that was passed earlier on. So this will be a continuation. The budget framework seeks to establish a universal pre-K program for three to four years old and a, a new childcare benefit for working families. Under the American Family Plan, the federal government will invest $200 billion in a universal preschool for all three and four years old through national partnership with state. The administration estimates that it will benefit 5 million children at least. So that's, that's a lot of program. And they're even saying that it's going to save families $13,000 annually. But states might have to bear maybe 50% of that cost. So the framework also calls for enhancing child care for working family under Biden's proposal. So let's let's see as it goes. The blueprint proposes making community college tuition fee free for two years. That's a lot. So I mean they are talking about the Pell Grant too. They want to expand it, add money to it. So let's let's see. That's that's really that's really interesting. So it's also saying that 
families this year can receive child tax yeah well families are already receiving that for three thousand six hundred for each child under six and three thousand dollars for each child under 18 so that will expire december this year so under the reconciliation bill come january next year they'll continue to receive that so also in the reconciliation bill you have the expanded healthcare program and assistance the blueprint here recommends additional dental vision and hearing benefit to medicare as well as lowering the eligibility age you know so now maybe i think before it was 70 they'll bring it to 55 or thereabout so but they're still writing the law so there'll be a lot of changes there nearly half of medicare beneficiaries or 24 million people did not have dental coverage as of 2019 so these are the people they are looking at the resolution also calls for extending the enhanced affordable care subsidies contained in the democratic american rescue plan so it's a populist program but republicans are calling it socialist in nature so in addition the budget blueprint proposes investing in homes and community-based services to help seniors the disabled the home care workers you know the president included 400 billion dollars investment in this area in his original infrastructure proposal which they didn't approve so that's why they brought it into this the instruction also calls for lowering the price of prescription drugs saying it will save hundreds of billions of dollars so in addition it also calls for promoting health care and uh, particularly investing in maternal behavior racial justice health measures health equity has been one of the priorities of the biden administration interesting so finally uh we have combat uh, combating climate change the resolution seeks to make investment aiming to meet biden's goal of reducing the economy wide carbon emission by 50 percent that's a tall order but it's not impossible so the u.s power grid is to get 80 percent of its power from emission free sources before 2030 so that's also part of the reconciliation bill combat uh, combating climate change it calls for implementing new polluter fees creating new uh, consumer rebates for home electrification and weather weatherization providing clean energy manufacturing and transport tax incentives and grants and electrifying the federal uh, vehicle fleet and building so most of the government vehicles will now be electric uh, oriented you know the electric vehicles no distance future it will also invest in agricultural conservation drought and forestry program to help reduce carbon emission that's uh, so i think also there's more on infrastructure in the in in the reconciliation bill that they're going to invest more in infrastructure and job there were things that were thrown out from the from the bipartisan bill which they now brought in you know you know the president wanted some of this investment in the infrastructure bill wasn't there like improving aging veteran administration hospital boosting uh, american manufacturing job training workforce development program but he also wanted bipartisan support and the provision were cut out during the months of negotiation so he has included it in this in this bill so the budget resolution will invest in affordable housing native american infrastructure create what biden is calling a civilian climate cooperation to employ thousands of youths from uh, uh, conserving it will employ thousands of youth and they'll be conserving public lands and waters bolstering community resilience and uh, advancing environmental justice so i mean everything that was rejected in the in the in the infrastructure bill the president had brought them in into the into the reconciliation bill now what will happen is it going to pass is it not going to pass we already know that 
uh, Senator Joe Marshall of West Virginia and Kirsten Cinema, who are Democrats, are kicking against the reconciliation bill. But my prediction is that it's going to pass. They, 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 what they're asking for is not too much. The Joe Marshall, specifically, from what the little I've read, is saying that 3.5 trillion is too high. But if you listen to what Pelosi and Chuck Chuma has been saying, is that some people wanted six trillion. Now, Jomashi wants one point something trillion that to them, 3.5 trillion is already a middle ground. So he doesn't have, I don't think he's ready to stake his career on being a cog in the wheel of progress for the Democratic Party most important uh, legislature. So I don't think he's ready to do that. Kirsten Cinema is already vulnerable in, in, uh, in Arizona. So, and it, I mean, some people are already saying they're working for the Democratic uh, Republican Party. They're trying to be a cog in the wheel of the progress of the, of, of the president's uh, agenda. So I think it will pass. And the infrastructure bill and the reconciliation bill, they go on in hand. The lower house have already said they have to be passed together. Now, if moderates like uh, Marshall and Cinema play the hardball in this regard, uh, Ocasio-Cortez, the congresswoman from, uh, from the Bronx, has said that those of them that are progressive also will not support the bill. So... It's a lose-lose there. And the Democrat cannot, and I repeat, cannot afford not to pass that legislature. It is important to the president. So clearly, what we have here is uh, in the infrastructure, roads, bridges, the broadband, upgrades of airport, ports, you know, electrical grids, improvement and all that. So, but what was removed from that, which is the uh, the child care, the, the electric vehicle, more money for construction and all that everything has been put back into the trip on so what's my prediction i think it will pass i think the worst case scenario is that 3.5 trillion will probably come to 3 trillion i think that personally that's i think is the worst case scenario but it will pass i also think it's going to pass in the month of september i think the president uh, has a way around there. he's a good man he's a good negotiator now as of uh, first quarter this year everybody said this bill was not even going to get to this state so it's not a new thing that Joe Machin and Kirsten Cinema try and play devil's advocate once in a while. Yes, they are bargaining. I think it's just pure negotiation. They cannot just put through their career away like that. Cinema, like I said earlier on, is not very popular in, in among the Arizona Democrats. They're not happy with that at all. So, so that's that. That's our bid for today. The 3.5 reconciliation bill, we've told you what's inside. The infrastructure bill, what's inside. There's a lot of benefit for immigrants in the 3.5 reconciliation bill. The, the DACA people, will, the kids will be accommodated. Farm workers will be accommodated. And the good thing about that for immigrants is that there's nobody complaining about that. Nobody is against that part of the bill. So that's, that's going to be a free flow there. And as you know, the infrastructure bill, which is bipartisan, which just procedural, that one is, is going to have more than enough. So the reconciliation because his reconciliation does not need 60% threshold, just need uh, 51 and the vice president will do that. So that's our bit for today for At Atlanta Discourse. You know, we will come next week again with another very juicy package. But we just thought that, okay, people have been asking what's happening to the reconciliation bill. What's happening? Will this be there? Will they pass it? Yes, they will pass it. And like I said, the worst case scenario is that there might be a reduction. That's it. Or it's probably going to stay like that. So as you know, these are eight uh, episodes in the series. Next week, we'll come to you with another very, very juicy topic that, that's important, that, that, that's relevant, you know, to everybody. So thank you once again. My name remains Ade Balogun. I remain your host. Thank you very much. God bless you all. See you next week.